Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Monday, November 13th. According to an update to Tesla's motor vehicle purchase agreement, early Tesla Cybertruck owners will be prevented from reselling their vehicles until a year after they take delivery. The clause was added to the agreement, which you can read directly on Tesla's site. Under the No Reseller section, which normally stops dealerships from buying Tesla en masse to resell them, they have a section added for Cybertruck only. Tesla demands that you give them the first right of refusal for the sale before putting it up to the public. And if you do resell the car and don't tell Tesla about it, then the company threatens to sue you for $50,000 or more and may not sell you future vehicles. There are some exceptions. If you do have a good reason and you tell that to Tesla, they can allow you to sell it back to them. Tesla has had quite the chaotic release for the Model 3 and the Cybertruck being wildly more popular it makes sense that Tesla would try to mitigate what could be a difficult launch. And this isn't without precedent in the rest of the auto industry. Ferrari is notorious for controlling their vehicles even after they're purchased, and the Hummer EV originally had a 12-month no-resale provision, which was later lowered to six months. Tesla is starting to list new cars through a third-party platform, Cars.com, a move that even evaded the eyes of Elon Musk. Internet sleuths spotted brand new Tesla vehicles being listed on the Cars.com website, and the listings appear to show the new inventory, which has no miles on the cars. So Elon Musk commented on the report of the listings and said, quote, First I've heard of this. Seems odd. Now many have reported believing that Musk is a little disconnected from Tesla lately. For example, he also believed that Tesla's partnership with McDonald's on the Cyberspoon was fake, but it was actually quite real. Some publications are reporting this as Tesla selling through another party, but that's not exactly the case. Cars.com still redirects to Tesla's website for those listings, and that's where they ultimately buy the cars through Tesla. Tesla has signed a deal with the EG Group, a massive gas station and convenience store operator, to sell supercharger hardware as an EG-branded product. Yep, gas stations will soon be deploying Tesla hardware with the gas station logo slapped on the shell. It's actually not the first time that we've heard of such a deal. Last month, Tesla surprised many when it announced it reached a deal with BP to sell them $100 million worth of hardware as a supercharger to be deployed at BP stations. Now, not unlike BP, the EG Group confirmed that the stations would not be branded as Tesla, but rather as their own, which they call EV Point. If this trend continues, then our fantasies of years past will have come true. Imagine telling yourself some years ago, hey, someday gas stations are going to be buying Tesla chargers and branding it as their own. Well, the future is now, my friends. That's today. According to a report from the Financial Times, Tesla and India's long courtship ritual could be making progress, possibly. Negotiations appear to be on the path that would make it possible for Tesla to sell its existing cars in the country while it works on plans for local manufacturing. According to the report, the Indian government is considering sharply reducing their tariffs from 100% to 15% on electric vehicles, this over the course of five years. The reporting suggests that Tesla must commit to building a manufacturing facility in the country to be eligible for the tariff reduction. A senior Indian commerce minister is traveling to San Francisco for the APEC summit this week, and one Financial Times source suggests that they would meet with Elon Musk to discuss the deal. Now, of course, this is all hearsay at the moment. The India deal has been back and forth for some time without progress. 
Today's episode is sponsored by VMAX Mobility Incorporated, one of Europe's leading e-scooter brands. The brand was founded in 2015 and is headquartered in Switzerland. After eight years of growth in Europe, VMAX e-scooters are now available in North America. VMAX UL certified e-scooters offer exceptional performance and reliability with a motor, battery, controller, and frame that are all built to last for years. The brand's high-quality components are all made in VMAX's ISO certified facility for maximum control over safety and design. On the company's latest models, you'll find integrated turn signals, ultra-bright front lights, responsive brake lights, tubeless tires with superior tire tread, an anti-slip deck, and built-in suspension. You'll also find a powerful motor, high torque, instant responsiveness, advanced electronics, and regenerative braking for unmatched performance. VMAX offers an industry-leading 24-month warranty, and with nationwide repair shops and a local U.S. warehouse for parts, servicing is easy. Check out the latest VX5, VX2 Pro, and the VX4 models, and stay tuned for the exciting new VX3. If you're a speed enthusiast, don't miss the company's R40 and R55 high-speed race scooters. Visit vmax-escooter.us and use promo code VMAXELECTREK for exclusive offers for a limited time. Thanks again to VMAX for sponsoring. Plans to build one of Europe's largest electric vehicle battery cell plants has fallen through. Ford's partnership with LG Energy Solutions and Koch Holding is scrapping plans to produce cells in the region, citing what they call the current pace of EV adoption. Now, annual production was intended to reach at least 25 gigawatt hours, with potential to expand up to 45 gigawatt hours. The joint venture said that they were on track to break ground later this year, with production starting in 2026. But now those plans are in the bin, as LG says that all three partners have agreed to drop the plant. Rivian has closed on a monumental land agreement of 1,800 acres to make their new site in Georgia. Construction can now begin on Rivian's $5 billion facility, where the next-generation R2 electric vehicles will be made. Rivian is expected to begin construction soon, with grading work already in progress through the end of the year. According to the company's spokespeople, a groundbreaking ceremony will be held in early of 2024. Once complete, Rivian's Georgia plant is expected to be able to produce 400,000 EVs a year, compared to their Illinois facility, which is capped at 150,000. For the cheaper vehicles on the docket, prices are expected to start around $40,000 to $45,000. This compared to their current ones, which start at about $78,000. While some automakers and suppliers are slowing down their EV development, Hyundai is speeding up and betting big. Hyundai has broken ground on a massive new EV factory in their home market of South Korea. Full-scale production for the plant will begin in earnest before 2023 is over, so Hyundai is not wasting any time. Once completed, the $1.5 billion facility will have the capacity to produce 200,000 electric cars per year and will mark Hyundai's first new manufacturing plant in Korea in almost 30 years. It's not known which vehicles they will make, but production versions of the concept EV3 and EV4 could be on the menu. Electrek takes a ride in the flagship Volkswagen ID7. Electrek's David Ruddock writes, quote, Volkswagen has found the proverbial sweet spot in the ID7, a nice but not too nice family car I generally love to live with. In summary, he writes that not knowing the price makes the review difficult, and quote, To me, the question with the ID7 isn't whether it's a good car. It's quite plainly a very good car. The question is, who will buy one? 
I'm not sure Volkswagen knows the answer to that any better than we do at this point. Anyone who checks out an ID7 will be pleased with what they find, but I suspect getting him into the driver's seat in the first place will be Volkswagen's biggest challenge. You can read the full review on our site, electrek.co. In today's community comment found on YouTube, IEL3M3NT says, That canoe truck looks awesome. Yes, I am inclined to agree. I think it looks pretty neat. Just like the last truck they made, I was quite tickled to see it, but then disappointed that it sat so far from production. In the era of EV startups, like Rivian for example, I do hold out hope that the original concept car is close to what the market-ready vehicle will look like. Legacy OEMs would do well to release something closer to concept, but I'm not talking about the PT Cruiser. I probably would have liked that car for its boldness, but the darn thing was built on the Dodge Neon and the cheap brittle plastic couldn't hold up for more than five years. Total piece of junk. When they were listing the specs for this thing, they should have chosen to add the weight of the mandatory jumper cables that every PT Cruiser has to have just for basic survival. Wait, what was I talking about again? Oh, thanks for watching.